All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate you joining us on a Friday, a little later on a Friday, about uh, 5.30 here in Denver, Colorado. But uh, how's your day? How's your bets going? Let's get ready for a weekend coming up. On today's show, we're going to talk about public money, the idea of public money. You hear ESPN talking about it all the time. This is where the public is. So we'll talk about that and uh, give a, a few picks out to end today. Both these picks are for the uh, NHL tomorrow. So uh, we'll do that today. I do want to start here, though. Um, last night, I saw a like a review that someone gave the show on Apple Podcasts. And I just want to say for a sec that I really appreciate the comments and the good ratings. We don't often talk about it on this show. I'm not telling everybody to go, you know, do that stuff. But but when you do, I, I do really appreciate it because it just means a lot, you know, that, that you guys would go out of your way and spend your time to rate this show, whatever you feel deserves. And it just means a lot. So appreciate it, you know, however you do it, whether it's on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I just really do appreciate that. I wanted to say that. And uh, just let everyone know that I, I see it, I appreciate it, and it uh, means a lot. So, all right, let's move forward. Let's give some picks. Out. Oh, well, let's, let's talk public money first. Public money, one of the most misunderstood concepts in the, in the public, the mainstream kind of sports media, because I get what they're trying to convey, right? When ESPN says public money's on Seattle today, all that's saying is a lot of the the, the public betters are are on Seattle, but the inference or, or the what that's inferring is that whoever Seattle's playing is who the sharps are on. And the thing about public money is the reason it's so misunderstood is the the impact public money really has on what we're doing in the sports betting market. Because at the end of the day, public money only matters when it moves the line. Otherwise, why would public money matter anyway, right? Public money would only matter if it's influencing what we're betting on. So to, to really understand and dive into public money, we first have to quickly, this will be a quick recap on this because we've talked about it before. And I mean, it's a whole show in itself. Quick recap on how lines are made. Okay, this is a very, very condensed version, but here's, here's essentially how lines are made. Market making books. So there, there's two kind of books, market makers and retail sports books. Most sports books that we all bet with or that most people bet with are retail. These are your MGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, like most of them out there. Market makers are rare because they open the line, aka make the opening market. And it, one of the main differences is you're not going to find that many bets on market making books. If you go to bet online and find uh, what they have to offer for like the NHL, they'll, they'll offer a lot of opening lines for hockey and baseball and other sports, but they won't let you make all these crazy other bets that places like DraftKings will for certain reasons. We can get into another podcast, but that's just sort of their model. They, they have better prices. They take bets from bigger players and they don't offer nearly as much. So they can focus on those lines, make sure those lines are really, really efficient. See, DraftKings can offer a million different bets on any game because most of their clients are going to make 10-team parlays with all those bets. So it's actually worth it for DraftKings to offer all those buffet items because they got a lot of people who want to eat the buffet and they're going to spend a lot of money there and leave a lot of money there. That's not how the clientele at these other market-making books work, so they don't offer as much. But that's just one example as to how they're different. So what happens in the process is a market-making book will open a line. Then the sharp sports bettors and pro sports bettors will adjust those lines into place, or at least what the biggest sports bettors in the world perceive to be the place where there's no more, no more value. So if a line opens up in the NFL, it doesn't matter what teams are playing, minus two 
and it moves to minus four, what that means is for the favorite, there was value at minus two, minus two and a half, minus three, minus three and a half. And for the underdog, if it stops at four and there's buyback at four and a half, it means there's value at four and a half, five, five and a half, and so on, right? So when lines settle at that sweet spot to where there's no more value, then at this point, the MGM, Caesars, FanDuel, DraftKings, ESPNs all get involved and open their lines. So that's kind of how lines are made originally and how you see the final product on your sports book. So uh, let's clarify a few things there first. I'm not saying that lines never move once they get on our sports books. Of course, they're moving. They're moving all the time, but they're moving for a few different reasons that need to be identified. This may not be uh, common knowledge to everyone out there, but most people think that sports books move based on action. Most people, if you bet with FanDuel or BetMGM, you probably think, or ESPN bet, you probably think that they move their lines based on the bets they take. And that's actually very, very rarely the case. What's usually happening with MGM, ESPN, these these books, they're copying or trying to shadow as closely as they can a market-making book that they've identified the line with and trust. So all of these, most of these sports books that advertise on TV, well, almost every sports book that, that advertises on TV, but most of these sports books that we're all betting with, they all do this. They all just copy the market-making books as they move. And it, look, if, if there's, there's plenty of information to back this up because this shocks a lot of people because it sort of goes against the notion of how we all think the books do what they do. But the reality is... There's a few sports books behind the scenes controlling everything with all the information. And the information is what's, what's important here because it's not necessarily the amount of money in the market. See, the, 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 the old facade is, oh yeah, bookies, they split 50-50, take 10%, pay the winners, keep what's on top. Not really. Bookies rarely have a 50-50 split. Bookies almost, almost always are playing one side or another. And this is for a reason. Bookies will get lopsided money because if you're willing to take sharp, sharp action, that means you're probably willing to take a big bet. But by doing that, you're exposing yourself to valuable information. This is why people in the, in the 80s and 90s and 2000s who used to let Billy Walters bet at their casinos in Las Vegas, yeah, they would lose occasionally over the long run to Billy Walters, but they had his bets. They knew what the good bets were. And so they could then shade their line towards him. They're always on Billy Walters' side, so on and so forth. Now, we could get into a whole rabbit hole about opposites and fakes and head fakes and those kind of things. But in general, it pays for the sports book to have information of who the best sports bettors are betting. That's how they adjust these lines. They want to be on the side that the books do of the best sports bettors. That's why we always say the market isn't dictated by the books. The market isn't the books. The market is the general knowledge of everyone betting into the sports books and they move the line. So anyway, we, we have to know all of that stuff to get back to public money. Okay. So if we think about that, why would public money really matter? You see, public money has little to no impact on that final product. What we're seeing, even if there's an avalanche of money from the public on NFL game day, or even on a Saturday for the NFL on Sunday, it still won't impact the line because based on the nature of how these lines move, MGM's not going to move their line when all these squares are making bets on, you know, and, and I don't want to offend anyone betting with MGM. It's just sort of my, you, you know, my, my example for today. But any of these books, 
they're not going to move their lines based on all the square information. It's only the sharp books that may move it based on the sharp information where that's going. So the point of this is that if the, if the public money has little to no impact on the lines, it doesn't make sense for us to follow or fade that money regardless. So it would look, it would be one thing if there was a line minus two and a half and pure, pure public money moved it to three and a half, then we'd be then we'd have something. So it's not the public money, you know, can't ever matter. It's that it doesn't ever matter 999 times out of a thousand. So it's just the impact on the actual final product that makes it useless. So look, the point of all this is it doesn't matter what side the public is on, because by time we're hearing about this news on TV, it's irrelevant. So next time you hear the host on ESPN say the public is all over the 49ers tonight, think differently or you, you know you'll think differently about it next time so all right let's move on give some nhl picks both these games are going to be for tomorrow the 6th 1-6 january 6 2024 wow it's a little weird um all right let's get to it pick number one this one's gonna be early on this is what time 10 a.m pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern, we're taking the Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers at home. Now, this line's all over the place. We're going to give it at minus 110, but that's a little over the top. I mean, I think a lot of you can find this minus 105, even minus 108. But uh, Philly is where we're giving out the Flyers at home against the uh, Calgary Flames. So, uh, again, Philly minus 110 is the bet. And, you know, it, it's a weird time, this early start, and it's not going to be a good overall spot for Calgary. If you look at Calgary right now, their third game on a four-game trip, they play the day after in Chicago, and I always see, you know, look, I'm not saying that you pencil Chicago in as a win if you're Calgary, but it's an interesting trend that you see. Teams rarely just go on a four-game road trip and dominate all four games. There's usually one or two games on a trip where you lose focus, you get a little tired, you have a look-ahead spot, and this kind of fits into that category for Calgary. Now, look, there's a lot of other factors, right? That's not like the main reason why we're betting this game. It's just a, a small, interesting factor. But I, I wanted to mention it because I think that the, the Blackhawks tomorrow kind of help this handicap. If they had a gauntlet tomorrow and they got to go to Tampa or to wherever, Dallas or Colorado, a little different story. So I think they can still finish the road trip with an exclamation point. Uh, despite what happens tonight. And on the other side, Philadelphia is in an interesting spot themselves. They've lost six out of seven, but I think they're still actually playing really consistent despite that. Um, and I'm a skeptic on Philly. I've had my questions about the Flyers all year long. I still kind of do, but I think this is a spot to take them in this early home game. I think their defense uh, is really on on display tomorrow. So we'll take Philly uh, at home, minus 110 against Calgary in our first game. All right, pick number two, we're going to take the Minnesota Wild. Uh, at Columbus, this game is a little later on. It's going to be 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern. Minnesota, minus 130 on the road at Columbus. Uh, when Min- when Minnesota hired John Hines in late November to replace uh, Dean Evason, Minnesota seemed to respond well initially to the small changes and different environment. They looked really good initially. Well, I think they still do. That's the whole point of this this pick, but... They went 11-3, and three, the Wild did, in their first 14 games under Hines. But then they dropped four in a row, their last four games. To who? Back-to-back to Winnie. By the way, we had we had them on uh, uh, Winnipeg in one of those games. Uh, Calgary and Tampa. So the Wild get a chance to kind of refresh on the road against a scrappy Columbus team. Scrappy, that's what our uh, 
That's what our Canadian friends would say. Oh, scrappy, you know. That Columbus team, they're scrappy up there, you know. I guess it'd be down there for the Canadians. Uh, but yeah, that look, Columbus, you know, they, they can they can play well at home. But overall, we're talking about a, a Blue Jackets team who's third worst overall in the league in expected goals. Third worst overall in the league in expected goals allowed. It's a good spot for Minnesota to kind of bounce back on the road, refresh. It's only a one-game road trip, so I kind of like that. It's like a getaway, refresh, you know, hit that reset button and get that win. So 130, I think, is a good price for this. And that's what this is all about. This is one thing that we have to remind everyone of. It's not the team. It's not necessarily the situation. I mean, that that's that all matters. It's about the price. If Minnesota was minus 150 or minus 160 here, this wouldn't be a bet because the price adjusts for everything we just talked about. I think we're getting a good, cheap Minnesota Wild team here at minus 130. And that's the thing with all of our bets, right? Philadelphia at minus 110, if this were minus 130, minus 135, we wouldn't have a play. So we're seeing value with these numbers, and that's what everything comes down to. We bet these numbers. We don't necessarily bet these teams in situations, but you know, part of the handicap, we got to talk about these factors. So anyway, uh, Philadelphia Flyers minus 110, Minnesota Wild minus 130, and that does it for today's show. Appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow bright and early right here on Sports Betting Daily.